Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A Silly Dude Production. introduce what podcast you're listening to but you know what podcast you're listening to you just clicked on it you just clicked on it you don't need me to go above and beyond and do more work and waste your day like let's just get into it i'm Lockie. harvey how are you i'm good mate how, how are you yeah i'm pretty good um <laughs> riding good. high riding high after the weekend um so yes you must be i it's, think uh... honestly i think the tigers should be I'm now an advocate that we should be the second Brisbane team because I think really? whenever, whenever the competition goes into a bubble and teams don't have home ground advantages, we play better because I think part of the problem with our culture is that we have like three home grounds. So all other teams are advantaged by having the one home ground and and um, and then we've got we don't have any identity. Whereas when everyone's playing in like the one or two stadiums, like Magic Round, we kill it at Magic Round. Like when yeah. it's just a neutral venue and we're on the same footing as other clubs, I think we, we lift a bit. So that's my call. Make them the, the East Brisbane Tigers or something. Not the West Brisbane Tigers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> change of scenery. Thought I'd go for a change of scenery. <laughs> yeah, no, you could just keep calling them the West Tigers, but just make base them out of West Brisbane. There you go. That's it. Or you can move them to Perth. You know? Yeah, well, I'm down for that too. I'm down for that too, but I don't. I think, be quite I think far it does away. make a difference. Yeah. yeah, having the one stadium, building a fortress there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, as, as you said before, playing at Bankwest for some of your home games against yeah. teams like Parramatta and stuff is just not not fair on you guys. And you need every every bit of help you can get at the moment. But um, hopefully, you're turning the corner this weekend. Good win against Brisbane. Yeah, good win against one of the two teams that was below us on the ladder. Coming into the round, uh, so well, it could be important points in the wooden spoon race. Yeah, oh, so. I know. I think we've sa- with that win, we've saved ourselves a hundred percent from the wooden spoon. Um, and as a hopeful Tigers fan, I am. I now look towards that top eight, and I go, "All right, <laughs> if we win eight from eight, then we may then maybe we make it." So, <laughs> well, I reckon that seventh and eighth spot is definitely up for grabs. No- nobody's really putting. Their, their name on it. Um, That's right. The top six is pretty much settled now. Yeah. Um, um, but- Raiders, 
look like they're coming good. Uh, the Dragons have kind of shot themselves in the foot with that whole incident. They've still got many players who have a week of suspension to serve, so who knows what will happen with them. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're pretty much gone. I think they'll look towards giving some of the young blokes a chance. Um, Sloan was playing at fullback for them in replacement of Dufty up against the Manly boys. We've got the win, but he, he looks good. He's worth persisting with. I definitely... Um, He's a pretty instinctive player, good pace, set up a couple of their tries. Yes. So maybe that's what they look towards the future with. Um, but, yeah, I think tough days in the immediate future for them. Absolutely. Coming up. Panthers still winning, but not but not with those thrashing scores that they were winning with, with Cleary and Luai. Um, whereas Melbourne, no. Melbourne don't even need their superstars, and they can still beat teams by, like, 50. So... That's that, it. Maybe that's Nico the, Hines. Nico Hines been incredible. Oh. What what do you do with Pappenhausen? No, he's back. Do you in bring there. him back in. Yes, Hines. Do you start him at fourteen. No, put pa- maybe maybe for his first game back if they if they if they don't want to like give him an eighty minute game. But Pappenhausen is the Melbourne Storm fullback. You know, like Hines. He yeah, I I I I think he's like you know, the best utility off the bench you could hope for in the game. So yeah. keep him in that role uh, and bring him on roaming in the middle. I don't know if a center goes down. I'm pretty sure he could cover any position in the back line. So yeah, he's definitely, I'm sure he could. definitely someone to have in the 17. Actually speaking of Nico Hines. Um, yes, we are. A very bizarre, Hines. very bizarre stat about Nico Hines is that he has lifted the NRL. He's now in his career, his young career. He's lifted the NRL trophy and the State of Origin shield without playing a single minute of grand final or State of Origin football. It's pretty exceptional. He's been on the bench. Well, he's the 18th man for New South Wales, which technically makes him part of that winning squad. Yeah, he's part of the squad. Yeah. Part and, of the squad. And, um, and he was in the 17 for Melbourne last year, but didn't get on the field. But still, he, he claims that he gets the ring. He gets that premiership trophy, so... Bizarre. Yep. It'll be funny though because he's going to the Sharks. So, not to say anything bad about the Sharks, but he's less likely to be playing in regular grand finals than if he were to stay at the Storm. He might imagine if he just never played another grand final again. But he's always yeah. he's always a premiership winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a funny one, isn't it? Because he doesn't have that big game experience, so to speak. But on paper. He apparently does. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll thrive up at the Sharks. I really, really do. I think they can be the surprise packets next year. Um, they've still got a couple of recruitments to sort out, moving on a number of players, but we'll have to wait and see what they look like. Yeah. Speaking um, of young... Bulldogs putting in... Oh, no, you no, go. Bulldogs, you Bulldogs, go. Bulldogs, Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. Big, big surprise packets this week. Yeah. Almost getting up over the Rabbitohs. Yes. Um, even gone. with... Uh, Lockie Lewis. That's what I was going to mention, yeah. Off, yeah, the, the dumbest piece of play. It wasn't even play. It was halftime banter. I don't know. What, <laughs> what, do you call what it? was going on there? It was just unbelievable. It was just, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was like, it wasn't harmful to Cody Walker as much as like a punch or something would be. But but I feel like, uh, like it was just bizarre. Yeah, I don't know what was going through his head. You saw um, Trent Barrett's reaction in the coach's box. He was just like, finally, I've found a half <laughs> who can play in good form for us and he gets himself sent off for 10 minutes. Like, Yeah, I mean, it was insane, insane. Um, 
Should we touch on the Origin result? Oh, yes, true. I forgot. It feels like it's yeah. been ages since Origin, but we... It does. There's been lots of footy between now and then. Yes. Uh, but, but Queensland getting the, um, the yeah. underdog win, we'd have to say. I hate to say I told you so, but... You did tell me so. I told you so. Queensland by two is what I predicted, and uh, Queensland got up by two. So, bit of a, yeah, it was a great game. Um, ben Hunt really proving his worth at that level. Ben Hunt um, and Kalen Ponga, I thought, two members of that Queensland spine that were just like lacking. Because you know, compare that to Valentine Holmes is a good NRL level fullback, but he hasn't got the X factor of Kalen Ponga, and and. And um, Andrew McCulloch at nine ahead of Ben Hunt. Like, you know, I just think, yeah, Ben Hunt's a better... Is Ben Hunt's best position number nine? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He plays so well at nine whenever he's played there for club or, or for state. And But he, he just feels like stubborn. It's like he grew up playing halfback and he just wants to be a halfback. But he's, he's, I haven't seen him play a bad game at hooker. Whereas no, no. He, and he, defensively, he's really solid there. Um, he can still get it like his kicking game, like can still influence from from dummy half. Um, I see him sort of like a, in that Josh Hodgson mold mm. of of number nine, solid playmaker. I just wonder whether the Dragons would be better putting him there. And I don't, I don't know what they've got a couple of young halves. Yeah, they you should. Could, you could have Bird and Bird at seven, and Jack put Bird Ben Hunt seven. in the nine. I think they should have held on to Matt Dufty and put him at seven. To be honest. Um, yeah, nine, Hunt at nine. I think something like that would have been more worth their time than getting McCulloch. Um, he's, he's yeah, he's just a, he just hasn't got. Yeah, well, I don't think they're paying McCulloch much. No. Um, the Broncos still paying him a fair bit, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, Ben Hunt. Who would have thought? Who would have Queensland? Thought? Really strong performance. You can't knock it like. I know there were some questions over the referees' calls in, in some instances, but there was nothing ridiculously overlooked or controversial. I didn't think. No. Overall, I thought it was ref pretty well. Yeah, I thought um, it was pretty well. I don't think. Um, I think White and Moses were solid. Like they didn't bomb the game, but they. But in moments where you could have had Cleary and Luai linking up in the middle of the field. I thought Moses and White and pretty much stuck to right side, left side, and yeah, and having halves that link up is so valuable in the modern game that it just—it's not like they did anything wrong. I thought Moses' kicking game was actually outstanding, but but it it just it was clear that our first choice halves weren't there. So I think that was yeah, a big, yeah. It, big, they were big. always going to be you know the spotlight, and they only had a week together or ten days. It was always going to be tricky for them to to get any real, um, yeah, link up players. You were saying going, and and still in in the big games, in those big moments, it's got to be instinctive. You can't have too much predictability in like setting up those types of things. They've really just got to read each other's movements and, and work together. Um, and yeah, as you said, they were a bit stagnant at times on their sides. But I think that's what they had to do because they just didn't have the time to develop mm. that that relationship. Um, I think we were pretty blessed to have that Penrith combination in the first two games and get the series win. It's a shame about their injuries, but they'll be back next year. We'll get another Blues, hopefully whitewash. Yes, hopefully next year. Next year's the whitewash. Once we have a game in New <laughs> South Wales, eventually, whenever that may be. Um, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Well, let's let's talk 
Fantasy and tipping. Let's talk our our, our yeah, wonderful, wonderful all... fans who have, are in these beautiful competitions. Who's killing it? Absolutely. Um, so we'll go over tipping first because we've got a recap from round 17 and also round 18, given that Origin wasn't played for our last episode. So in the round 17, nobody got full marks. Um, top was four tips out of, out of the five, including the Origin game. So well done to I lost Latrell, Maddie Pryor, Lockie tips really well yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And Sharks won 2016. Um, everybody in that group, apart from Maddie Pryor, got a margin of zero as well. Ooh. So exceptional tipping. Pat yourselves um, on the back, those, guys. Those three. Pat yourself, if that was you, pat yourselves on the back. Yes, please. Right. And in round 18, we had a number of top tipsters get 10 points, eight out of eight for the week. Exceptional stuff. Um, five of them, including the Concord Magpies, the Ross Dog, Amy00, Specky, and Fradson, with our top tipper being Concord Magpies, margin of two, exceptional work. Flying up the top of the rankings. Yep, now at the top of our table, it's the first time all season that I lost the trail has been pipped in that top spot. So Concord Magpies, it's your it's your position to hold now. You've got to hold on. Yep. The race is heating you up. You are the hunted on the back end of this <laughs> back end of this season. And in the fantasy, we had a really strong performance from I taught Dumbledore. With a score of a thousand and forty-six, teams coached Flying. by Josh B. Josh B. Well done, well done, Joshua. We also that they are rank fifty-four. So I don't know what's going on lately with our fantasy team of the week. So low in our table, but having you know, I don't know what it is. Post Origin, there's a few different combinations of players, and it's working for them. Um, I'm actually. What was I going to say? Oh yes, we've got just quickly. Just I just quickly want to mention that last week um, had a little had a little mishap. We we gave fantasy team of the week to a team that was not actually fantasy team of the week. It was actually Lucky Roo, coached by Jesse H. We corrected this on our Instagram, um, but just wanted to make it official on the podcast. Lucky Roo, well done for your win last week. The bold, the basic, and the brilliant. Yeah! How exciting. We've got lots to get through. We've got brilliant players from State of Origin. We've got Mm. brilliant players from the Rugby League NRL round just gone. We've got predictions for the week ahead. We've got a lot to get through. So let's get started. Yes. State of Origin, Game 3. State of Origin, Game 3. Um we we talked we touched on it in the intro but um we didn't go over the specifics of the predictions that we made um how close we were on each specific one so i mean we we kind of did go over the the match tip you were obviously horribly wrong and i was i was pretty, 40 to 6 for the blues didn't yeah. work out for me but you on the other hand i was hand. pretty much spot on um if we were just doing a margin tip i would have been 100% correct but we went for a scoreline tip and um at the end i was just praying both teams Get a penalty goal and get me <laughs> a penalty goal each and get me my score prediction. <laughs> no, but fair play to you. Well predicted. Thank you. Thank um, you. I was accused. I had my had my uh, like uh, loyalty to my state questions. Based yeah, on but tip. you were using your head too much. Well, sorry you for using thought my, about it. Sorry for getting my <laughs> tip right. Whitewash is bloody tough to do, and I knew that Queensland would lift, and I just I just had a feeling. Didn't think. And they did, and they did. Yeah. Um, my player of the match that 
I put forward was Tedesco. He was mm. kept quiet. You went for I went for Cameron Munster, who also was actually actually pretty quiet. Um, yeah, he wasn't got outshone by other members of the spine. Yeah, yeah, exactly, really? exactly. So yeah, no, it was a pretty very quiet Origin campaign for Munster. Very unlike him. So don't know. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, but hopefully for his sake, he brings some of that form that was missing. Uh, he 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 brings some good form into the Melbourne campaign. I think he'll, he'll always peak at the right time for Melbourne. Yeah. Bellamy always gets the best out of him. Um, right. I had Tommy to get the first try. Didn't quite happen. I had Valentine Holmes. Who did score the first try? I believe it was Luttrell. Wasn't oh, it? yeah. Luttrell. Sco- yeah. yeah tenth minute. Yeah, true. All right. Well, yeah. I guess so you were closer. Gone for the other blues I center. guess you were closer. Yeah. Um, and um, your bold prediction. Yeah, boldly, I went for Coruscant to score a try off the bench, and God, I was glad when he got over the line. Mm. Thoroughly deserved oh, it. Bold I was, tip. I was also very Makes happy up for to getting see all the other ones wrong. I was also very happy to see Coruscant score, despite him not featuring in my bold prediction. Um, although I was, I was close, I uh, said none of New South Wales back five to score a try, and only one of them did. Uh, Latrell, who we already mentioned, um, so you know. Can everyone needs to stop laughing at me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will never stop laughing. Just stop uh, it. They were kept quiet in that game. Yeah, I they think, were. Uh, Tommy moving Capewell into the into the second row. I think the extra speed in the Queensland back five is what they really needed. Um, like ha- the hammer was. For his debut game, looked real good for them. I think he's he's a Absolutely. player that they'll want to keep in that centre spot. Um, and Kalen Ponga is just obviously a class fullback. And so, yeah. yeah there have been some questions raised earlier on in the season about Ponga. He spent a lot of time out injured. He hadn't quite lifted Newcastle to the heights that people had thought when he was first signing for them. But I think he showed this origin game that he is he is cut above, and since since he's made his return from injury this season for the Knights, they've gone to another level. He really is an MVP in in the NRL. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on that note, let's talk our player of the match of just Origin Game Three. This isn't for the whole series, just for Game Three. Who's your yeah. player of the match? Ready? Three, two, one. Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt. Yep. Well, we've both gone for the man. Who, Both gone for the man. who was, I think, who was officially, I think, man of the match. So one of us has to change, Harvey. <laughs> so How are we going to work this out? Well, <laughs> if only there was some kind of game, some kind of precedent that we'd set on this podcast for moments like this. <laughs> That's right. It's time for Name of Origin. Or actually, as one alert listener um, mentioned during the week, sent us a little DM and said we should call this segment Name of Oregon. Because it's, <laughs> because it's always it's always Oregon Kafusi. I'm trying to actually find Genius. who the person was that said that to us. Who was it? I'll find it by the end of this segment. Yeah. Now, how did we decide who goes first? Because we both had wins this week. That's right. Um, well, maybe because I tipped but Queensland. You want, you... Uh... Okay. <laughs> so, do you want to go first? Does that yeah. give you the toss? I think that gives the... me the toss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to kick us off. Let me think. Let me think. Kalen Ponga. 
flippity doo dah. I can't think of it. Are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? Uh, Harvey, you've just lost. You've just lost. That, I mean, Appy Coruscant, hey, Angus Crichton. Appy Coruscant, Angus. Uh, I was thinking last names. I know first names fir- count. We can do first did... and last names. Is there anyone with a last name that begins with A? Uh, actually, actually, that's actually that's tough. It is tough. And it's tough. Well, I have to go. go for my second choice. I honestly though. thought I thought I was lobbing you a really easy one there. <laughs> you a. thought you were going to get the rally started. Yeah, I was trying. Just... I was trying to get us on a bit of a roll. <laughs> then I was going to. I was saving my punches for later, but got got you with Kalen Ponga. Yeah, well, I was actually, I was expecting the curveball, and then he. <laughs> You just lobbed it over the net. And I, I was, I <laughs> um, my second choice is going to be Hamasoy Tabuai Fido. Oh, the wow. Hammer. Yeah, nice. In his debut game, I nice. thought he shut down Tommy really well. Um, as we've touched on that, that pace in the back line really served to help Queensland. Um, having an actual centre play mm. in, in the centres actually works. Who would have thought? Um, surprise, surprise. Um, and I thoroughly think he... You know, he played one of his best games in, in rugby league um, and he'll certainly be in the side for years to come. So well done him. Let's, well done, Hammer. put it to the people and, and see who they reckon. Absolutely. Shout outs also to, uh, I think, well, Caelan Ponga and Josh Papali are two that what was tossing up in my head as potential ones. I thought the Ford Pack of Queensland really were, like Welch and Papali, were strong from the get-go and really made it tough for players like Moses and White and to have the space, the same space that Cleary and Luai were granted. So well done to those players as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk. Can we look, look at to the NRL? Yes, NRL. Uh, okay. I guess we'll kick us off with uh, our brilliant players of the round that just was. Yes, Should we let's do start it. with that? All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Dane Xavier Laurie. Savage. <laughs> Okay. Xavier Savage v Dane Laurie. There we go. There we go. It's the first time. Talk to me about Dane. It was the first time I've ever had a Tigers player nominated in this part of the show. And actually, it's not, honestly, I don't think you can call it bias here. He is, he's, he's been unreal all season, but in a, in a struggling side. And on the weekend, I think like he was just unreal. Like he was leaping above players to catch the high balls. He was setting up tries everywhere. He made a break. He made like a couple just breaks out of nowhere that just set us up. His effort plays, you know, he, and he hasn't stopped all year. For a young guy who's come from a winning club like the Panthers to a struggling club like the Tigers, a lot of young guys will switch off and will go, well, like why? Like, you know, but he's come in and he's doing everything he can to help this kind of struggling side. And I think this week he deserves... He deserves my player of the round. I couldn't give it to anyone else, to be honest. Yeah, no, fair play. I think he's been really impressive. I Mm. know we've had a number of really strong uh, rookie performances this season, but for me, he's top of the pile. Reese Walsh has been good. Sam Walker's been really good. Even even Schuster, the Manly boy, he's been exceptional. But Laurie, I think, is the only one that we've played pretty much every game this season. He's been a mainstay in that spine. And he's been really impressive, as you said, in a a losing side on most weeks. Um, And yeah, getting the win, I think that was largely off the back of his performances. And he's getting better each week. So Mm. you've done a smart bit of recruitment there. He hopefully will hang around for a long time. Yeah, we've got to keep him. Yeah. 
Sick of, play. sick of losing uh, fullbacks. So. <laughs> I thought Xavier Savage was was yeah. exceptional. Um, I watched that game and he, he just seemed to light up every time he got the ball. Um, just a very athletic player, very, very quick. And yeah, just sees, sees what's in front of him and, and exploits it. Um, I also think he's got a long career in first grade, like, like lots of these rookies. There have been some questions over that Canberra fullback spot with, with Chance, Nickel Coxad out for the season. Unfortunately, they've had Caleb Aitkins there, uh, Bailey Simonson go there, but he's put in the best performance by far, I think, out of a lot of them. Um, and on the weekend was really, really strong in their win over the Sharks. So totally. that's... And what a name. That's where my vote What goes. a name. I hope he has a long career so we can keep <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Xavier Savage. <laughs> Um, also, yeah. just quickly, I'll just quickly mention. I found the um, the message from our a wonderful our wonderful listener who who said that the name of origin should be called name of Oregon. So shout out to Cooper German. I hope or German German. I hope I'm pronouncing that somewhat correct. Coop on Insta. So shout out to you, mate. Well done. Well well done. Thanks for the contribution. Thank you. Um, uh, Basic predictions and bold predictions. No. Oh, from the week that just happened. Did we get them right? What happened? Did we get them right? What was your basic from last week? Basic from last week. Tigers and the Broncos. Neither side can defend. There will be more than 40 match points, and there certainly were. In fact, your boys got 40 points themselves. I know, so yep. thank you for pulling your weight in <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, look, it, you, that you were correct in saying that the defense from both sides was very, very ordinary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mine was Storm, Panthers, and Rabbitohs all to get the win, and it did happen. So, well done to me. Basics coming true. <laughs> Basics this is, coming this true. Is like gold now. We're, we're getting good at this. Standard. Bold prediction. Bold. Yeah. I said Raiders. did not come true. Oh, what was yours? <laughs> Sorry, mine was that the Titans would win by 12, and they lost by uh, 18. Mm. So... Moving on quite quickly. How did you go? I said Raiders v. Sharks would go to Golden Point, and it did not. Moving on quite quickly. <laughs> okay, let's look forward. Let's look forward. To round 19. Got a couple of predictions. Basic and bold. Round 18 is the one. Oh, no, sorry. Round 19. Oh, sorry. It is round 19. Yeah, yeah sorry, we're, we're flying through the rounds. Yeah. Basic. Where are you going? What are you looking at? Uh, what, what catches your eye? Both of my basic and probe predictions this week are centered around one match, and I think you might know which match I'm talking about. It's the okay. it's the tag, the day talk a good game cup, um, round three of this year. Um, obviously, we got the Ooh. win in the trial match. <laughs> you got the win in the NRL match that counted for competition points. Uh, yep. Now, round three to decide who wins the, the state of origin of our of our, <laughs> our own. It's gonna be one. a big one. North Both v. coming West. off wins from last week, so yeah. So I've got I, my basic prediction is that Tom Trebojevic will score a try. Um, that's oh, brilliant. I feel like that's a pretty yeah. sure thing against our um, against our defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was the thing about last week. Starting on the manly side, first time we've won in like four years without either Trebojevic or DCE out there on the pitch. Without, so, yeah, well done. Yeah, uh, that's like amazing. three three and a half million of our salary cap just sitting. Being, being the ball boys. An expensive, um, expensive ball boys. <laughs> Three million dollars. <laughs> um, but my basic prediction is that Manly win by 20. Oh, oh, spare <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> We're going to have our full squad back. Um, and yeah, 
I just think we'll win by 20. All right. Well, my bold prediction is that the Tigers win. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's, my just win. that's yeah, the whole bold okay. prediction. It was pretty bold, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got definitely. Tigers get the win. That's that's all. You've got, got the underdog tag, but, but so did Queensland going into State of Origin Game 3. So maybe that's what you need. Um, okay. I'm looking at the dogs. Yep. I think they put in their best performance, even against some adversity from their halves. And I think they'll beat the Sharks. I've yeah, just right. got dogs to win. Do you reckon Trent Barrett drops Lockie Lewis based on that? Or do you reckon he just picks him again because he's the best half they've got? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think he's got to start looking at who he wants to partner Burton. That's right. And, and that might be Avarillo because he seems to be the mainstay in their halves at the moment. Poor old Carl um, Flanagan seems like he's, his NRL career is getting away from him. It does. It does. Oh, yeah. Tough wow. one. But Tough one. I'm not sure who he'll pick. But either way, I'm confident in a lot of them. Doggies to get up over the Sharks. Nice one. Um, well, uh, if you've been following our Instagram page for the last two weeks, you'll notice we've been running it an NRL club popularity contest. That's right. We want to see which club is the most liked in general or maybe which club is the least hated might be a better way to put put it because everyone can vote um, and everyone's being able to have their say on every single matchup that comes forward in this little knockout tournament. Um, so we're up to the semifinals now. So we did the quarterfinals wow. last week and you guys voted and Harvey doesn't even know what the results are in the polls. So I'm about to reveal to him right now who, which teams very are our top four, our, our four most liked teams in the competition? So the first match, of, first match of the quarterfinals was Storm v Knights. Um, and the Knights led early in this, and I thought they were going to run away with it because the Knights are a team that no one really hates. Storm have had a lot of success, a lot of controversy over the years. But the Storm raced home to a convincing victory. So Melbourne are into wow. our semifinals. Well, there you go. Yeah. They've got a lot of neutral fans, I reckon, joining the club, glory supporters. I reckon, especially the in the post, in the post Cam Smith, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk era, they're a more likable team. They play more yes. like characters like uh, Brandon Smith and Cameron Munster are just driving that culture at that club. And it's actually 100%. very enjoyable to watch. Um, Okay. Fair play to them. They then, could be the favourites. They're no longer just the the rugby league robots, you know, like the Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith style of just emotionless, get the job done. Now they're like, they've they've got flair and I like it. So well done to them. The next matchup, and so the team that will be taking on the Melbourne Storm, it was between the Warriors and the Canberra Raiders. Um, it was a pretty sort of tough to see which way this one was going to go. Raiders, once again, a one-club town. But the Warriors, and I think deservedly so, given the sacrifices that they've made for the game and for their families and whatever, they got the win over the Raiders. So it'll be Storm v. Warriors in the semi-final, oh, first massive. semi-final. That's an Anzac Day clash, isn't it? Yeah, that's the traditional Big Anzac one. Day clash. Yeah, yeah fair play. I think the Warriors, everybody's learned to love them, even if you didn't like them two years ago, what they've given up for the game. It's been amazing, so... Um, yeah, hats off to them. Hats off to them. Um, then looking to the next semifinal, uh, one of our quarterfinal matches was the Rabbitohs v. the Roosters. Uh, funny how that played out. The two foundation clubs, the classic derby, the rivalry. Um, Huge. As expected, I think, 
the Rabbitohs got the win. They are generally the more loved club by neutral fans. They've got a bigger following in general. Yeah. Um, and we've Roos, talked about yeah. their celebrity pull. You know, they, they're getting Zac Efron and Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth uh, all, Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah. And that, that makes a big difference. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Whereas so. the Roosters, I think they're renowned. I was surprised they've actually made it to the quarterfinals because they're sort of known as these the big, rich club, the you know, the, the Nick Politis factor and, and they've often been yeah. accused of cheating the salary cap and stuff like that. So often disliked. So yeah, as expected, they've gone down in the quarterfinals to the Rabbitohs. And now for the final match or who or who the Rabbitohs are taking on in the semifinals, it was between the Cowboys and the Panthers. Um, both sort of isolated little country town. Well, not the Penrith's a country town, but sort of... <laughs> I feel like Townsville and Penrith have a similar sort of vibe about them. It's that sort of the whole town getting around their rugby league yes. team, very rugby league yeah. focused, not a lot uh, of other Community heavy. There. Community American. heavy. Um, but um, I think... They're not just fat. They like, give back no. to the community. <laughs> but I think much like the Storm, how their players have shown character throughout their winning this year, it seems to have worked for the Panthers as well. They've got the win over the Cowboys. So, you know, it, I think the days of hating teams who are successful are starting to fade away because the teams who are yeah. who are winning are doing it with flair and with style and with character, and the fans love to yeah. see it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no more boring football. Exactly. It's good to see. So well done. Exactly. All those semi-finalists, commiserations to those knocked out in the quarters, but you, you got further than half the other teams. So well done. And yeah, going to be interesting to see who makes the final storm warriors, Rabbitohs, Panthers. So actually the NRL current top three are all featured in our, in our semifinals and then plus the warriors. So come on the warriors, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> come on. Uh, no, it'd be interesting to see what happens. So get voting on the Insta. Those will be available this week. Coach Wars. It is Coach Wars this week. I've thought about it in advance. We've <laughs> got a spicy category for you guys going off the back of three Origin games. We're going to be looking at the Origin Seconds teams. So yeah. we're going to be picking players that are eligible for their state but did not play in this Origin series yeah. at all. So I... if there was a reserve game on beforehand, who would make those squads? I have a question about um, who we're picking. So they, if a player has played Origin before, but not this year, they're able to be picked for our team, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I reckon it's just yep. from, this year, from this year, who would make the seconds team? And if a player was 18th man, but never actually was part of the 17, can we pick them? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have an idea? Now we've got the logistics worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Those were just the, the things we had to nut out on air so that you guys can be involved in the process. Um, Absolutely. Do you, I mean, just off the bat, don't tell me but which one it would be, but do you have an idea of which team you'd prefer yes. to? Yeah, so do yes. I. I've got a pretty yes. clear idea of which team I'd like to be taking. So I think this is going to be um, a crucial name of Oregon. It is, it's, and I, I really need to lift my performance based on earlier this episode. Yeah. It was not a strong start. Got to be thinking of first names and last names. 
have a fluid mindset. Yeah. Do I get to kick it off? I think you, you do. The last one? Well, I think you won the last coach wars, so that's the rule that we're going with. Is Excellent. You won. Wait, let me just make sure. It was it was a draft last week. No, but I'm. We did yeah, speaking more about coach wars. Yeah. Okay. Your, your I'm captains sorry. Captains defeated my goal kickers. Oh, thank you. But actually, also in the draft, yeah. you won the draft last week as well. Brilliant. Cheers. Well, let's let's get this name of Oregon underway. Okay. With. Tony Staggs. <laughs> oh, Staggs. Oh. Oh, I was thinking G. <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking G. But it's a quick game. This last game's a good game. S, you know? so many S. Oh, my God. I was literally thinking G. I was like, Tony Stag. Even though I knew it was Staggs. He just thought my head was G. And I was like, Greg, uh, fuck. See, it's a, your mind just narrows down in this under pressure. We knew it was a crucial um, crucial one <laughs> a shit, to get the win. A shit round of name of origin games this episode <laughs> has had. All right, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm picking New South Wales. Yeah, I, mean, I want the blue course, seconds team, so course. you're going to have to pull Who a full green. Who else even is there? <laughs> Who else even is there? All right. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, God knows what your centers are going to look like. I'm actually excited. I'm excited to try and pull pull some things here. Injury and suspension doesn't really come into effect here, does it? Like if a player didn't play because they were injured, we can still pick him, right? Yeah. 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 Anybody who just didn't play. The only yeah. players ruled out are the players that played on the pitch in the 17. Yeah. So the New South Wales or Queensland. In one of those three games, I like it. All right. Well, uh, you go make your team. I'll go make my team, and um, and we'll we'll it'll be seamless on the edit. But we'll I'll see you in in a sec. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, and we're back. Hello. Hello again. Thanks Hello. for hanging on with us. Yes. Sticking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and if you just listened to 10 minutes of dead air, that means that we forgot to edit this week. Um, <laughs> it's happened before. But if it, it seemed, but if it, but if it seemed instantaneous, then give ourselves a pat on the back. We edited, <laughs> edited successfully. <laughs> oh, let's jump into it. Let's jump You've into got it. Queensland. I've got New South Wales. Yep. I'm pretty happy. I'm happier than I thought I was going to be, to be honest. Um, I was look. I thought I was really going to be stretching but no look it's a decent it's a decent squad all right let's run through it shall we just go one to 13 let's just go one to 13 um i've got our boy he was the golden child of this podcast (laughs) in the opening weeks of this season ryan pappenhausen i'm glad you you put him there i think honestly when i when i lost the right to to coach the New South Wales seconds team. I was worried. I thought, oh, like, I definitely would have had Pappenhaus in there, but Harvey, you know, there's a lot of good fullbacks. So I don't know which way he's going to go, but I'm glad you've seen sense and you've put have, Pappenhaus yeah. in there. And obviously in this universe, injuries are irrelevant. If that's the reason they didn't get picked, that just is richening up the pool for us to choose from. Yeah, Absolutely. Who's your fullback? Uh, my fullback is Reese Walsh, the man who was set to make his debut at fullback, um, but last minute got injured yep. and didn't get to play. Uh, and I think he would have done a terrific job. So he's going to do a terrific job in my team, Reese Walsh. Yeah, fair play. I think it's interesting because do you reckon he plays 
in the side if Ponga's there? If Ponga was fit, obviously he wouldn't have no, been brought prob- in, but do you reckon prob- going forward he no. well, it plays in the halves? On, depends on next year. Depends on next year. Um you know, he you know, I guess pressure could keep mounting on Cherry Evans and Munster, but he's probably as long as everyone could be a great fourteen fit. It could be a great fourteen, absolutely. Yeah. I'm down for it. All right, interesting. Who are your wingers? Um this is actually I was surprised by the back five that I've gone with because I would have thought like it obviously one of the blues first team's biggest strengths. Um but I've gone for Nick Kotrick. Yep. And Alex Johnson. Yeah, nice. Good wingers. Two two strong strong wingers, fairly consistent. Alex Johnson is that luxury of the Rabbitohs connection. Lethal try scorer. But yeah, but I'm I would have wanted more, if I'm honest. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would have loved to be able to pick Ronaldo Militalo in my team, but unfortunately, he's, <laughs> he's still he's ineligible for Queensland, and that therefore is ineligible for Queensland seconds. So I've got Edric Lee, big, tall Edric Lee, and Heimel Hunt on my wings. Oh, very, very good. <laughs> what are you yeah, laughing at? I feel at? better about my wingers. What now? are you laughing at? All right. <laughs> Stop that tone. Okay. Well, centers. Let's, yeah. let's move on from yeah. move inland a bit. Right. I've gone with um, Katoni Stag. <laughs> As if. <laughs> Stephen Crichton. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good there. Nice one. Yeah. All right. I've got Philip Sammy and Brenko Lee. Oh, yeah. Brenko yeah. Lee featured in the side last year and was part of that winning team. Injured all of this year, so... You know, it's, uh, unfortunately, but maybe if he was there, maybe they get the win this year. Who knows? Um, Philip Sammy's got a lot of speed. So <laughs> yeah, he does. There you go. That's why they're all, in the all team. good players. Um, now, who are your halves? Interesting. Yeah, because this is it, your oh, halves well, are kind of uh, going to be the New South Wales third choice halves, seeing as yeah, they are Moses and, and White have already been picked. People would have said they should have been the second choice halves. Of course, it's Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker. Yeah, true. Rabbitohs boys. Got that club combination. Nice one. I like yeah. it. Uh, I actually had initially Nico Hines and Matt Burton. Yeah, wow. And then I saw sense. And I was thought, like, ah. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. I can go for the Rabbitohs boys. <laughs> um, Who do you manage to pick up in, in the halves? Yeah. Well, originally I thought I was going to have to go for like Anthony Milford and Corey Norman, but I've decided <laughs> to drop both those guys and instead go for 18-year-old Sam Walker at halfback. Yeah. And he'll be Very partnered, good choice. And he'll be partnered by Jamal Fogarty, the Titans captain. Who's okay. Who's got a good head on him and, you know, good head. Doesn't, doesn't let you down. Does not let <laughs> yeah. you down, Jamal Fogarty. <laughs> No, no. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, there are lots of young boys coming through in the, in that Queensland yeah, side. Welsh and Walker. I mean, I'm not afraid, I'm not not afraid to chuck him in the spine. No, no. Moving into the forward Moving pack. So do you want to finish off the spine with, with Hooker? Yeah, I've got Reed Marnie, who's a guy who yes. before the series yes. we both, I think, were campaigning that he should be in that 17 somewhere, but he was selected and then dropped and then injured and it's just been a roller coaster but he's going to get a, he's going to get the call up for my team. Yeah, he he is like one of the most improved players in the comp not just this year but probably over the last 18 months. Um he's really put his claim for that number 9 jersey at Queensland and I can certainly see him and Harry Grant battling over it for for the years to come. 
Mm. I've gone with Cameron McInnes. Oh, yes, he true. Out, out Forget for, about him. Did his ACL, but he was certainly in the conversation up with Cook and Coruscant for that spot. I would have had Coruscant, but he, he managed to get his debut in yeah. game three. So McInnes it is. Yeah, nice. I completely, you know, forget that McInnes exists sometimes. That's what happens when you have a season-ending injury and you're unwanted by your club. You get... <laughs> yeah, you get people forgotten. forget about you. People forget about you. Has he been signed for next year? Oh, he's going to Cronulla. He's at the Sharks. Wow. Yeah. So they're going to have Nico Hines, Cameron McInnes. Um, yeah, wow. Wow. That's going to be a good, wow. good spine. Let's talk the big boys, the Ford Pack. Who, yeah. who are your front rowers? Exciting. Who are your front row forwards? I have gone with the big bopper, David Clemmer. Oh, yeah. And Regan Campbell-Gillard. Yes, two players. They don't get much bigger before. than them. Both played Origin yeah. before, so getting the, the call back up. I've got two players who have also played Origin before but didn't feature this year, Jared Wallace and Lindsay Collins. Yeah, nice, nice. Big Lindsay boys. Collins especially, I think he's... A real gun prop. He's mm. been injured, unfortunately, but um, strong choices. Yep. Second row. What does what, what yours look like? Well, I I really struggled for second rowers uh, for Queensland. <laughs> I think it's starting to explain why Felice Cafusi keeps getting picked because they haven't got anyone else. Um, yeah. So my second rowers are Andrew Davey uh, from Men. Wow. Yep. I didn't even know he was a Queenslander, but he is. He's officially on the QRO website. He's one of my second rowers. Wow. And the other one is Cohen Hess, who was 18th man a couple of times in the series, but never actually cracked the 17. So no. Davey and Hess. played that before. Yeah. Davey, yeah. really? I literally, is that the best they've got? Literally, it was so... Like, was I there anybody else competing with Davey for that spot? Or? Not really. I would have had I'm to move to think, some like, players out of position, honestly, to like in terms of... Out like full time second rowers, yeah. Davy and Hess are the two best I've got, and there wasn't much competition apart from those two. So that yeah. is surprising. Yeah, um, who are your second? I've rowers? gone with Tavita Pango Junior. Oh, yeah. and Ryan Madison. Oh, that's pretty who good. Are both, you know, they're at their best. They can play to Origin level, but they're just quite inconsistent, I think, and a bit hot and cold. Um, but certainly can do a job in the seconds team. Yep. And rounding out the team at lock. Yep. Who have you got? Victor Radley, oh, the inflictor. That's good. It's good to have Victor Radley yeah. Yeah, there in that position. I've got Josh Maguire. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the Blues have to have this one, surely. Yeah, but I would urge... I would urge people not to just automatically vote for the Blues because they won this year's series. Think, look through the teams. Think about, you know. Oh, yeah. Use your head. Yeah, use your head. Think about what this this Queensland team offers. Walsh and Walker, two contenders for Rookie of the Year in this team. So, Maybe you can tie it all together with your coach selection. Well, that's exactly right because my coach doesn't even need to have the most talented team to get a win. He did it last year with the apparently worst Queensland team of all time. Wayne Bennett. Going to coach my Queensland. Yeah, he's a good team. choice. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, I've gone with um someone in, in that Brad Fittler mold. He's a man of the boys. Loves to get down with the lads. Ricky Stewart. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, Ricky Stewart. Yeah, people person. I think he's, he's a people person. Yeah, he's, 
This year has proved to be less of a people person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was thinking of bringing Bellamy in. I want Sticky. I'm a fan. Yeah, cool. Nice. All right. Well, everyone jump on the Insta. Make your pick. Um, New South Wales or Queensland. This state of origin is not over. You can have your final say with our state of origin seconds, Coach Wars. And that's the podcast this week, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. Yes, yeah, I don't know. Why. I we were going to jump in. Uh, no, thanks for another excellent week of fun. Um, we're we're in the home stretch now. Origins out the way. Finals are on the horizon. Teams have got to start lifting, getting that momentum going. If anybody's going to be challenging Penrith or the Storm up at the top of the table, it's got to start happening now. Yeah, and I don't think we stressed game it. this weekend. I don't think we stressed it enough. Yeah, it's it's it is the the final chapter of the They Talk a Good Game Cup this week. Yeah, Tigers v Manly, um, and so next week, obviously, one of us will have bragging rights which is huge it's just about the biggest form of currency you can have on this podcast so go the tigers come on the mighty west tigers the east brisbane tigers the east, yeah, come on the east brisbane, <laughs> <laughs> the east brisbane tigers. oh get get the win come on boys all right Anything? bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>